0: This is Runa, and you're listening to The Chainsmakers Podcast, where we share tips, insight, tools, and stories from other chainsmakers designed to motivate you to become the change you want to see in your world. Make sure you join our Changemakers community at runamagnus.com forward slash podcast. And now, this is your time to sit back, relax, and enjoy Today's episode is sponsored by the Normal Boxes World Tour, raising awareness towards the limiting, isolating, and device boxes human beings consistently place themselves and others into. Or, like Nicholas Haynes, one of the Normal Boxes founders, said, the world is complicated and complex. So it makes sense to put people into boxes. It just doesn't make any sense for anyone to live in those boxes. The purpose of the No More Boxes Tour is to introduce to a global audience the power, value, and impact of a world without boxes. Through our No More Boxes breakfast clubs or breakthrough events, each of them is creating a unique and safe space to have a non-judgmental and empowering conversation tackling the most challenging and difficult areas we face in creating a world that is diverse and productive. The mission with the No More Boxes movement is to liberate each individual from the boxes which limits, isolate, or depower them. It's a global movement that is already shaking the world. And if you want to see a world that is harnessing people's natural talent Leading them to human liberation, peace, and happiness, then found out more about the movement, how you can join, how to set up Normal Boxes Breakfast Club in your area, or how to sponsor one in one of our global events. Please go to www.nomoreboxesmovement.com. Now let's go to today's guests. Our guests today's episode are Gareth and Craig, the South African brothers from Another Mother's. Together, they share a passion to unwrap and explore the lives of interesting people. As humans, we are all connected on a much deeper level. And through storytelling and story listening, we aim to realize, to release and understand those connection better. In this digital era of superconnectivity, the world can sometimes feel like a lonely and disconnected place, hands of the boxes. Well, Gareth and Crack believe it's their duty to create change in a way we do business, in the way we view happiness, in the way we lead and influence, and in the places we find meaning. It's time to embrace the emotions that we all have and explore them in ways that are practical and serve you and the people closest to you. I am telling you, you are going to love this one. I sure did. Awesome. (laughs) i am so excited to have this talk with you guys greg and Gareth. and i know you i mean here we are three of us i'm in iceland and where are you from? i know that you you are all over the world but why where are you right now
1: (laughs) yeah yeah so i'm actually
2: in (laughs) london at the moment and uh, i'm down in australia down under so we literally are all over the all over the globe which is awesome yeah
0: it's it's absolutely awesome and i i love that fact that despite you know here i am on this little island in the north atlantic ocean and i have the opportunity just like anyone else to connect with beautiful people all over the world uh who are doing magical things so thank Mm. you both for being um so generous to share your time with the, me and the, our audience today, I just want to drill right into the topic, being ridiculously human. That is, I mean, just that name is so inspiring for me,
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but at the same time, I thought to myself when I saw that and I was doing my, my, my research, I thought, isn't that? amazing how difficult it seems to be for us human beings to be ourselves when we are most of us have felt that we needed to be something else than ourselves so how if being ridiculously human sounds to me like that's the next layer what is being ridiculously human (laughs)
1: it's a it's a it's a great one because we actually ask all of our guests at the end of our show it's our last question what does being ridiculously human mean to you and we've actually (laughs) asked each other too so look it means so many things i think at the end of the day for me it's about being just about being 100 percent authentic who you are you know what i mean we we, we mustn't sort of make things up. Just people are going to love you for who you are. And, and that is important to realize. And the other thing for me about being ridiculously human is about having people's backs. So, you know, it doesn't matter what, what happens. You literally are there. They can rely on you. They can trust you for, for being there um, and supporting them. It doesn't matter what they're going through. And those are the two things for me, what uh, being ridiculously human means. Hmm.
2: 100 percent and also just you know the thing is that we're moving into an age where things are very digital and we have these connections that are being strained in in real life so we want to we want to celebrate the humanness that we all have and 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 really like dig down deep into the things that actually connect us and and the things that do make us ridiculously human like the things that gareth just mentioned and you know the things that are, are there's some sort of basics that we all have is we want to be seen. We want to be heard. We want to be, feel connected. We want to uh, have friendship and be loved. And, and, but to, to be able to find those things, we, we, we have to like understand ourselves and to understand ourselves better. Uh, it's good to like speak with others because you, you're a mirror when you speak to others. So these are the kind of concepts and things that we sort of have tied together to, to form what we call ridiculously human
0: i love that and i am pretty sure when you when you're saying that i'm pretty sure it hasn't always been easy for you to allow yourself to be ridiculously human has it
2: 100 mm-hmm. percent. you know we've all had a, a, a story we all have a journey and that's the beauty about what you do Rune. You know you're speaking with people it's it's it, the every single person you speak to has got their personal journey and and i certainly have too you know i've Doubt with self-doubt and and hardships and and you know internal strife and just the, as much as anyone else and this is the thing is like a lot of human beings think that when 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 there's a tough day or a tough moment in your life you think it's abnormal but actually it's very normal to have tough times and i think that's a big lesson that that you know gareth and i have certainly learned by speaking to lots of different people how do you, how do you feel about that gareth yeah, for sure, Craig. I mean, I actually think that the the way
1: we need to look at life sometimes is that actually, you know what? Life is actually tough. It's difficult. It's a challenge. And that's the kind of baseline. Do you know what I mean? But mm. how you deal with that difficulty, with those challenges, everything, that is what's really going to give you this different outlook and perspective on life. You can look at it all these things as like, oh, no, this is happening to me again. You know what I mean? And like, that, that's you're just putting yourself in the wrong mind frame. Um, but if you if you actually uh, look at these challenges and you're like, "Cool, okay, I know you're here for a good reason." Um, let's go and let's sort this out and let's see how it goes. And and that just makes dealing with challenges a hell of a lot easier. Obviously, there's 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 different scales of these things, but you know, life is about this journey of constantly trying new things, constantly dealing with things. And yeah, we just need to approach it with a, a different mindset to, to make it easier, you know, and to enjoy it.
0: Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. And what comes to my mind was a quote that I saw on your, on your website, which really resonated with me. And I think it resonates with what you're saying. It was a quote from uh, Dr. Bruce Lipton, who said, we're not victims of the universe. We are mm. the victims of our subconscious programs. Mm. And that makes me think about what do you see as as we're coming to this day and age, you just mentioned it, we're coming to this day and age where we uh, we do have all this technology and yes, we can connect. Yet, I don't know about you guys, but I feel more and more that Almost I need to ask for permission to call my friend before I make a phone call. Do you know what I mean? You know, so, 100%. Yeah.
2: so I
0: need to text first. Is it okay that I call? Yeah. You know, yeah. and, and it, it, that is a bit ridiculously not human, is it?
2: Yeah, true. <laughs> it's almost and created I'm, a barrier in some way, which is yeah, strange, isn't it? Which is yeah. so
0: strange. We have that devices and we used to call yeah. <laughs> and now it's like I have to ask for permission. And, and then another thing that I was thinking about in this context, but I think is many people are thinking about today and that is how is the artificial intelligence and which is really coming in with the fourth generation of, of technology. Um, where do we human beings really can, how can we thrive mm. in, in a world where, intelligence in the way that it's been created with robots and other artificial intelligence. Where can we stand out? How can we stand out? What are your well, to, views on that?
1: Well, to be honest with you, I think that, you know, once again, it, it's it's how you uh, place things and how you look at things. Like You can look at artificial intelligence and going, oh, this is going to be such a bad thing. It's going to take our jobs. It's going to be so much smarter than us, etc. Or you can go, you know what? Actually, it's going to be awesome because it's going to create a huge amount of efficiencies, things are going to be much cheaper. Um, It's going to, it's just going to allow us, it's going to give us more time and more space and more freedom to actually do things that are more human, things that are more creative. You know, we can start using that right side of our brain more. Um, Humans have one of our, one of our previous guests, Richard Mulholland, he's like, humans are problem solvers. It doesn't matter what you throw at us. We will try and solve a problem. And that's all we're going to carry on doing. Do you know what I mean? Give us AI, give us whatever it is. We're going to try and work with it. And that's just what happens. You've know, you, you you've got to have an optimistic mindset when it comes to all of these things. And
2: otherwise, you start off on the back foot. Like, what's the point? <laughs> yeah. hundred percent, Gareth. You know, the, the the thing is that human beings have this habit of telling ourselves a story of who we are who we think we are and and then we tell that story to ourselves and to our friends and everyone else and and that that has to constantly be adapting and changing as gareth gareth mentioned and the rate at which these things are happening the the way we adapt to that story we're telling ourselves the, into where we fit into this world has to just change a little faster than maybe it did in the past but that's okay because as long as we step out into the world and show up in a in a mindset of like, I'm um, I've got this, you know, we're gonna move with everything. Like everything, literally, there's always been challenges and there will always be challenges. AI is one of them and we'll have we'll figure it out. And it is important to discuss these things. You know, how will we fit in? But it's impossible to totally really know. So you have to be okay with a rapid rate of change and then just go with it. And I think We'll fit in. We're going to be fine. You know, it's. it's we, I'm excited, and we're excited for, for the future. What the future holds for humanity?
0: Yeah, I absolutely I agree with you. Again, it's really about our program and how we perceive things. And and basically, in my language, it would be one of the boxes that you can feel that you're stuck in. It doesn't give you any any oxygen any longer, so that you're not going to be thriving. So you look at it as a threat, rather than I, I look at it as an opportunity. One of the things that I hear uh, more and more people talk about when it comes to artificial intelligence and the world that we're stepping into is, in fact, that this is a a huge opportunity for humans to be human. Mm.
1: (laughs) Exactly. That's exactly what I I was saying. I was like, it's going to do all those things, all those jobs that are like you know, very analytical, you know what I mean, that are not that exciting. I don't know. There's, there's a lot on, on the list, you know. Mm. And mm. it's going to – because that stuff's easy. Computers can do all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, it's the creative side of the brain which has been lacking over the years, you know, and which kind of like gets destroyed the older we get. You know, as a kid, you're super curious and creative and stuff. And like the systems that we've had in place up until now, at least in the last, I don't know, say – 70 100 years have like you know destroyed that by the time you're you know you're a 25 year old or something so hopefully ai sort of sorts that out and kind of recorrects everything for us and then we can become more human we're going to have more time maybe we are going to go out and and like grow our own vegetables and just be more sort of like explorative and like just yeah be more human you know i think we have to look at it that way it's going to create a lot of opportunities
2: Mm. And off the back of that, Gareth, you know, like it's also about f- celebrating those differences, but, but also when, when if, let's say AI takes, you know, really takes off and all those things, as you mentioned, Gareth, we have more creativity and art and all the meaningful things in our lives. It's also going to force us as human beings to get on better and, and not um, have these rifts between us because actually we will realize, wow, we're actually kind of all the same. So, it's, it's in, from that perspective, it's also going to be good because we might actually unify uh, in, a, in a way that we haven't in the past.
0: That is, I love that vision. <laughs> that is exactly what we want to create with the No More Boxes movement. Uh, a movement where people are valued for who they are as a human being, not by their gender or, or race or religion. Or, That's right. Mm. Sexuality or whatever, yeah, which uh, are all there. So, yeah, could not agree with you more.
1: I actually think we're going through this weird phase, like right now, which which will be very interesting to look back on. Like when you say study history, you know, all of a sudden, what is happening because of the internet is that the world is actually becoming much more transparent. We're able to uh, learn so much more about each other. And, you know, we're able to find out things a lot more, you know, like who's doing dodgy business and whatever. So it's allowing us to question things and it's allowing us to to see, okay, we've actually done a, hell of a lot of things the wrong way. Let's fix them up. But at the moment, we're still going through this middle phase where it's, it's not quite clear, you know, um, but once it does become more and more and more transparent and we can start weeding out more and more and more, you know, bad things and bad organizations and these sort of things. Then, and, you know, and say in the 10 years time, we'll look back and we go, wow, okay, we learned a lot from that. It actually helps us this phase. So, so yeah, you know, it, it's going to be good for sure.
0: Yeah. Mm. So what are your views on, and now I, I I, am aware that I go into, into a little bit of a boxing conversation here, but when it comes to the stereotype of, of men, as an example, and this, the, the terminology of being muscular you know that that's like the I'm real man that's what you need to be what are your views on that as in the change that we're going through and becoming ridiculously human what will the what do you see is going to change in in that stereotype yeah. of
1: so specifically for for men, do you mean for
0: men? Yeah, I mean hi, I have two guys over yeah. here on my podcast. I have to get. There, yeah, look,
1: I, I, it's interesting that you say that because I was thinking about that this weekend. I actually think the whole sort of persona of a man and the way we we perceive them is is changing right before our eyes. You know, it's yeah. it's you know before it used to be like big macho, whatever. You know, yeah. great serve these are all the strong type of guys but actually you can see that changing now you know you, you're seeing a lot of guys like that are that are say um moving to you know to sort of get their sort of fem, uh, feminine strengths you know so we've, yeah. we're becoming you know we're, we're more in tune with our, our minds um we're more conscious of other people um are we're, we're people that are like guys that are perceived stronger guys that can sit on a yoga mat and meditate for two hours. You know, like that's much harder than um, you know being this aggressive type of person, and that's seen as a, a new type of strength. So I think it's actually happening before
2: our eyes at the moment. Mm, yeah. And it becomes a positive feedback loop because I think the lexicon or the the language we use around these things becomes more uh, acceptable and easy to understand and digest. Like. The words feminine and masculine side, like before, that might have been a bit of an esoteric, strange sort of thing to discuss. But you, you know, when when a, nowadays it's quite, you know, quite easy to say I'm I'm connecting more with my feminine, or I'm connecting with my max, masculine, people actually know what these things mean. And so, when uh, once again, it comes back to communication when we when we can use the our words around how we're feeling and and uh, what what our intent is and, and what is meaningful to us in a in a sort of a succinct way then we can start to enter into the discussions where people understand where you're coming from properly uh, and that's when you have real changes starting to happen so i think it's happening for men i think women are also uh, having being in touch with their masculine sides so you know this is becoming this the lines are becoming more blurred and um with everything though, you know, yeah. with so many things. And I think these are good because it should be your choice on how you see yourself in the, within the world, as we mentioned at the beginning of the podcast.
0: Yeah. We've been looking at this quite a bit, the, the change makers and with our movement. And one of the things, and I would love to get your insight on that. One of the things is, uh, that we've been, been discussing is the, the danger of putting those elements in human beings into something that is called being either feminine or masculine what are your thoughts on that rather than just it's an attribute
1: I think it goes back to this program that we've had for many 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 years you know and we've been programmed to believe like this is what a man is this is what he does this is what a woman is this is what she does But now we're going through this reprogramming phase, you know, and we're evolving as humans, you know, it's, uh, it's becoming the thing to do is to be more elegant as a human. And that's an elegant male and elegant woman. And there's certain attributes that sort of contribute to that. So, um, you know, we're, we've just got to change that programming, I think. And, uh, you know, yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. You yeah. mentioned uh, Runa. You mentioned Bruce Lipton at the beginning of the podcast, and yeah. you know this is exactly it. You know, we've we've all had programming that's that is in us from when we were kids, and the the first step of all these things is knowing that we've been programmed. You know, and once you know that, you're like, okay, cool. There's been some programming. The milk has been spilled, so to speak. And how do we now move forward and how do we take responsibility for some of the stuff that's happened prior to us being around, but we're still there to navigate where we are now, thanks to them. So it, it does become, you know, a difficult question sometimes, who takes responsibility, how much responsibility to take, but at the end of the day, these are important conversations to be having.
0: Yeah. Yeah very important and thank you for sharing your view i think very valuable which brings me to a question that really around the the change that you want to see in the world what what is the what is the real change that you would like to see in your world and and what is the role that you feel you are taking in creating that change
1: so you want to go Craig or
2: yeah, all right yeah, yeah well I think uh you know Gareth and I've discussed this kind of thing uh quite a lot and, and one of the themes we often come across is is it's, it's simple stuff right if, if we simplify some of the the things in life we can really get down to what's important and one of the big things is learning to listen to each other really listen taking the time to to delve deep into one another's stories and and take Give someone else the space to to tell their story openly and honestly without judgment and to listen with more curiosity. These are the things that will ultimately lead to changes. And, and the second thing I would just add there is like if everyone was just a little bit less sensitive to to outside and just focused more inside, you know, and and just really worked on themselves a bit more, got to know themselves better. And instead of always worrying about everyone else around them, if they really got to understand themselves more, themselves more, they would have more space to allow others in and to listen to their stories. And I think that would start a that would good it would start a good chain reaction in the world.
1: Yeah, and that that's great, Craig. And that, that's just leading on from that a little bit, like um, the listening. What the listening does is it. It gives you a different perspective of where other people are coming from, and when we understand that there are so many different perspectives and different ways people view things, it just allows us to realize, okay, cool, we all are so different, but we all have a story and we all have a view, and we must actually consider all of our views, you know, um, before we kind of come to any sort of conclusions and make decisions. And the other one that Craig mentioned about coming from inside, I think we we really need to open up ourselves more you know we need to be more vulnerable we need to accept that vulnerability is actually superpower and uh, it gives permission it gives other people permission to be vulnerable too when you tell your story you know and you're like you go wow this happened to me and other people go no way is it me too you know like it it gives these people it empowers them and then just to finish it all off and I, I really think like the overarching thing for me is just it's literally just love, like l- love, just, just transcends everything. Like, and it's just super powerful. You know what I mean? Like Craig and I, we are brothers from other mothers. You know, we, we, we met like seven years ago. We tell each other, basically every day we love each other. We, we have other guys in our life. We tell these are guys we've been to school with, we you know, in our whole life. We tell them we love them. You know, it's not just telling ladies or your partners or whatever that you love them. It's telling everybody that you love them. It seriously reprograms you and just sort of makes things, I promise you, so much better. So I guess, yeah, those are are my
0: thoughts on that. Gosh. So true. I I think this is a perfect way to end our podcast. I could talk to you guys forever. By the way, I love you.
1: Thank you we so love you. much. <laughs> we love you too.
0: <laughs> One last thing, where can people. I know we're going to put everything in our show notes, but what are the, the best way for people to get to know you and your podcast and what you're doing better?
1: Cool. We're, well, our, our website is um, www.radic-human.com. And uh, we're, we're mostly active, I would say, on Instagram and on Facebook and all of the links and everything is on our websites and we, we just love to interact and hear from people and our podcasts are obviously on all the various platforms as ridiculously human. So thank you so much. It's really been great chatting to you. Um just fantastic. I appreciate you having us on and and yeah, and providing this amazing podcast and service.
0: Well, thank you, Gareth. And Craig, last thing for you, just so that we have this equal
2: yeah i just i I can't echo what gareth said enough we're just grateful that there are people out there like yourself the tribe that you're creating and generating these things do grow it does create groundswell and we're just grateful to be part a little part of that little bit of that swell in the world um creating some ripples into like maybe making some positive change so so thanks for the opportunity to to do that so yeah just thanks so much
0: my pleasure and our pleasure was this podcast of value for you? I sure hope so if so feel free to share the love and give us your generous review on iTunes or Stitcher and remember that you can always go to runamagnus.com to find out more about the change makers and how we can help you drive the change you want to see in your world